Hey, it's finally here. God damn it. It is November uh, 25th, 1992. Welcome to Survivor Series 92. right i am dom and i am fan and we're here with saturday morning superstars but it ain't saturday morning it's wednesday night yeah wednesday before thanksgiving i yeah <laughs> that's when they used to have the Thanksgiving. well first it was like thanksgiving day yes with some of these and then they moved to thanksgiving eve yeah i remember watching the first survivor series at my grandparents house my grandfather had cable mm-hmm. but they didn't purchase it but I could hear it. Like through the wavies? Yes, I could see the wavies, but I could hear it. So I was like, all right, I can deal with this. That's how I watched the first ever Survivor Series. That's how you watch Cinemax. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, no. I mean, maybe. maybe. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's really weird because you get sound, but you get like this really distorted, like no vertical hold, no horizontal hold. No, nothing. Every once in a while, you'd be like, I think that's Macho Man. I'll, yeah. I'll say it's I'll say it's Macho Man. Say yeah. Macho. I did used to get these. So I saw this one live. Yeah. I was able to talk my parents into the four major pay-per-views. What a one to get live, too. It was a bitch to get a pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were having to call Comcast and hope to God that they actually put the order through. And they never did. No. It was a 7 o'clock no. start. And you were just waiting for the channel to hopefully come appear. And it didn't. I remember doing that when we were in, we were in college. Oh, yeah. These you, things. All the in your houses that we had to call them like six times to make sure. Would you sure put the f***ing thing on, please? <laughs> put the f***ing thing on. Come on. God that's, damn it. That's exactly what I was like. But this took me back because you got the Yakety Sack Survivor Series. And oh, this is yeah. my favorite logo. And oh, where yeah. the hell are we? We're in, we're in Ohio. Uh, so, yeah, we're in Ohio. We're at the Richfield Coliseum in Richfield, Ohio, which is no longer also known as the Coliseum at Richfield because, you know, a place like that needed more than one name. Now, um, you, you and I have been to real Coliseums. <laughs> yes, we have. This is no Coliseum. But Coliseum sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, this was erected in 1974, demolished in 1999, and it was the home of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Really? It's just a legit stadium. Yes, it was. We're not in the the hooky minor league or civic arenas for some small town like we are for the superstar taping. Yeah, Richfield is between Cleveland and Akron. Ohio, so not too far off there. So that's where they held their games. All right. For, for a good portion. So, yeah, we're starting off and we get the uh, sexy saxophone yeah. uh, soundtrack under the Survivor Series logo. Because when I'm uh, thinking that, Thanksgiving and Pilgrims, I'm thinking, <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking saxophone. 
Yeah. Oh, certainly. Certainly. And we are greeted with our commentators for this event are Vince McMahon and Bobby, the brain Keenan. I mean, you got to have the brain because he's got to do all the perfect screwed us commentary. But oh yeah. For a pay-per-view, I want Gorilla and Brain, but Gorilla was like not doing it too much anymore. No, this was, he was starting to wane off. I think at this point he was what? He was doing challenge and that was it. Yeah. And eventually they make him Tony. Yeah. Oh, I do remember that. Like they That's get rid right. of Tony as fake president and add uh, Gorilla as fake president. So Survivor Series without really a Survivor Series match. Yeah, got called something else. Yeah, the first one ever without a Survivor Series match. So that was certainly different. We have, I believe, eight matches on task for us. But for tonight, we are just doing the first four. Yeah, we're going to stop at what they're saying was the main event, but kind of mm -hmm. dropped into the mid-card main event when we lost the Warrior and the kind of like the whole match went to shit. We're going up to Flair and Razor Ramon versus Perfect. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. Macho with like eight days notice. <laughs> Tell you what though, the 92 crowd will pivot so quickly. <laughs> yeah, it, right. Like I, I couldn't believe that just like all of a sudden, like looking at this crowd and the signs in the crowd, you know, the, the perfect tag team and all this kind of stuff. I was like, you guys hated him two seconds ago. Yeah. <laughs> eight days ago. And all of a sudden you're making signs for this guy. Like, wow, how quickly they turn. I think Vince still ha thinks he has that manipulative power over the crowd that I say this guy's good and you'll mm -hmm. cheer him and I say this guy's bad and you'll boo him mm -hmm. because that's the story I'm telling. This is not the case. But no. there are some dudes who, you know, they're bad kind of a name only. Mm -hmm. Like Ric Flair. You got to just respect the resume to the oh, point certainly. where you're like, this dude's a legend. You're not really booing him no matter what he is. And I think Perfect kind of fell into that category where he's like, this dude's one of the few people who really know how to wrestle and could put on a good show. And mm. although he's a heel, we like him because we respect the body of work. So we'll boo him just because, but we really, you know, perfect's the shit. Everybody knew perfect yeah. was the oh, shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Well, Vince and Brain are running through the card and they do some highlights. They say, we're going to see the first ever, still calling it a coffin match. Yes. With Taker Kamala. Yes. And then they promote the, all the gimmick ones. They got the pole oh, on a pole. Yes. <laughs> you have a stick the on a pole stick. pole on a pole. On a pole. On a pole. Yes. Boss man nails. I realize there's three poles involved because the pole that's holding up the, the nice stick, which is also a pole, is attached to a pole. Yeah. This, this so it's pole on a pole attached to a pole. It's a stick triptych. Yes, it's, yes. A, it's it's three 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 degrees of pole right there. <laughs> Strippers are going crazy right now. They're like, whoa, this, this match is awesome. <laughs> Be wrestling. Yeah, you know, I'm on a pole. <laughs> Why didn't they do that with the Godfather? Oh, that would have been awesome. A stripper on a pole <laughs> match. A stripper. It writes itself. God we damn it. We should have been writing for them in the yeah, late that, '90s. That's Easy. Right. Stripper on a pole. Stripper on a pole. <laughs> Fucking Vince Russo put everything on a pole. He didn't put yes. a stripper on a pole for the Godfather. Whoever gets the stripper first wins. <laughs> now I totally believe everybody said that man was a hack. He couldn't put a stripper on a pole. <laughs> That's the ultimate match right there. I would have been all about it. He couldn't come up with that. He really does suck as much as people say. Certainly. One minute, 20 seconds in, we got eighth grade braces and big hair. Oh yeah. All over the place. Next to eighth grade braces and big hair, we had the little redheaded girl. 
the quintessential curly redhead. Yes, straight from Charlie Brown. She's yes, Charlie Brown, I found her. Yeah. <laughs> right next to her is Marcy. Yeah, meanwhile, these two ladies, like, are 50 now. I know. They're just as old as we are, and probably, you know, every once in a while, they'll pull this out and say, I was at Survivor Series 92, there I am. I still do that with SummerSlam 90, so what the hell. Yeah. The last one they promote, and it's the only ones that they do at the opening, is Hitman Sean, where Brain's like, he's going to win both belts. We're going to have two belts, Sean. Sean, two belts. Big time, Sean. Did they ever have anybody have two belts at the same time? Sure. Ultimate Warrior. But I'm like in this era? Yes. WrestleMania 6. Warrior was Intercontinental. That's right. Hulk was world champion and both were up for grabs. So Hulk was allegedly wrestling for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. Even though he's a world champ. We have our first match of the night is the Head Shrinkers versus energy yeah they come down like doing high school cheerleading flips i know (laughs) i was like i did not realize coco beware was still that spry yeah he's doing like cartwheels yeah that was good stuff meanwhile the head shrinkers get no entrance (laughs) no there's office in there eating a turkey yeah here we are major pay-per-view it is two minutes 28 seconds and we're in the first match Mm -hmm. how about that you know, then that's that's something I, I realized about these is we don't get like the big packages before no. each match anymore. No. It's just it, you know they just tell us there there's a beef. Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, no trailer is, per match. And yes, which was quite nice. There was some like ridiculous stat coming off the last pay per view that there was over like half of it was promos and, and yeah the, the matches and meanwhile the, the, these matches aren't that long. Like, this is the perfect length for any pay-per-view. You know, it doesn't go that long. You take those packages out, and that might cure some of that. It's kind of like when music started to get recorded and singles had to be, like, under four minutes or else they wouldn't fit on the single. Yeah, yeah. You know, you had satellite time. You had to get off the satellite. Plus, this thing had to be a Coliseum video, and those Mm -hmm. tapes could only hold about two hours. So That's true. Yeah, Um, unless you went to the double tape. The media at the time maybe dictated the length. That's true. They weren't streaming. No, for two days straight. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. Offen's just eating a turkey. Yes. Hanging out of his mouth the whole time. Yes. Meanwhile, you know, Brain and and Vince are sitting there going, what is that? And I'm like, it's a turkey. It's a turkey. (laughs) Very obvious. What do you think he was eating? Yeah, they're puzzled. Well, we got uh, Fatu and and Samu coming right off of SeaWorld. (laughs) Samu? No. No, 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 no. Owen does a good job of telling their story because he's getting pushed around like clear cost of ring like these guys are power guys yes and he gets thrown twice like wow they're very powerful and i noticed that and meanwhile like i'm looking at the build of them versus like an owen at this time and owen is built better than both of them like they're bigger dudes sure Okay, but he's like a more muscular dude than them. So I, I guess in 92, okay, I believe that you're Samoan. You must be big and tough. Okay, sure. Yeah, that, that's, it's code. Samoan equals badass. <laughs> Apparently. I, I yeah. just like how they're all still in the 90s roles of good and bad guys. Because after the power moves, Owen starts clapping to get the crowd behind him. Yes. And the head shrinker is just mugging to the camera yeah. like the hard oh, cam yeah. like he's evil they're in full iron mike sharp mode they were this it, was, show. it was like totally Mark yeah. was their agent so here's what you do <laughs> you go ah! <laughs> ah! Look, 
Look to the camera. Look Straight to the, the camera. camera. Yes, ah. exactly. Owen gets a couple of good moves in. So we start with the, the baby face pop. Then Coco enters to just get the shit beat out of him the entire time, which occurs from a, uh, what looks like a kendo stick, but they don't call it a kendo stick. No, they call it a bamboo uh, stick. A bamboo stick that he was hit from outside. I don't remember on. kendo sticks until like ECW, but there he is. He's, he got yeah. one out and starts hitting with him. Well, wasn't it kendo stick? Just bamboo? Well, yeah. I think so. so. It's it's the same exact thing. Yeah. I I like this setup, though, because Owen cleans house. Actually, Owen does enough moves in succession that it finally shuts Vince up because Vince is talking Mm -hmm. about every other match but this one. Yeah, which is his ML. It's like, oh, wow, there's action going on. (laughs) He's like, look at all those maneuvers. Yes, a lot of maneuvers, a lot of maneuvers. And I'm sitting there going, well, that's a high cross body. Well, that's a closed line. Well, that's a, you know, kick to the face. That's a drop kick. And he's just like, what a maneuver. What a maneuver. <laughs> what a maneuver. What a maneuver. What a maneuver. What a maneuver. Really, what a, what a maneuver. You can't think of the name of it quick enough. And between you and Vince, only one of them grew up in wrestling for three generations. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. it is not Dan. By the way. Not me. Yeah, it's amazing how little he knows about the thing he promotes. One of the cooler things is they had uh, Coco punish the head shrinkers for not wearing shoes. Like his big offensive move is stomping on their feet. Oh, yeah. Then it, it's all over for him because he tries to do a headbutt. He grabs both head shrinkers, gives them mm-hmm. a headbutt, and as we all know... Can't do that to Samoans. Samoans' head's invincible. Yes. Unfortunately, they do a lot of the moves we're going to see in the main event tag match where the good guy accidentally keeps on distracting the ref, which allows the bad guys to double team the entire mm-hmm. match. So basically, yeah. yeah, Coco's job this whole match is just to get his ass kicked. <laughs> like, yeah. That's it. Yeah. He's he's there to just, you know, uh, play it up for the, the head shrinkers. This is a stereotypical tag team match at this point where the baby face is getting the ship beat out of them for a good while and there's near tags near tags near tags until they eventually can get around to the hot tag so that's that's the big pop for the crowd it's Weird because you got like high flyers and these guys, although related to the Usos, not the Usos, like they're mm. pretty much on the ground. You got nerve holds, head butts, elbows, chops, bites, totally clashing in style. But it's just since it's such a typical match, mm-hmm. do not matter. Yeah, like, it's all ground attack when the head shrinkers are on top. So it slow down the pace, a lot of that. And, you know, despite the nasty looking gigantic pants, that, <laughs> that high energy. energy wears like i think they do well together i think they they work off each other well they're good at selling and they can certainly wrestle yeah their job at this point is to make other teams look good yeah like they're not in contention for anything they're just there no. to be a credible threat for the people that they're going to push yeah. and uh samu power slams and fatu finishes off the match is over overall it was a good match a lot of the moves look really good a lot of the selling was really good I enjoyed this match. The brain scan comes out. Oh, yeah. The brain scan comes out. They have a still of the big jump off the top rope. Brain puts a pilgrim's hat on one of the head shrinkers there and draws a turkey over Owen. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Making him the turkey. Sean Mooney's in the event center, but it's a locker room. (laughs) Yeah, they didn't even give him his event center setup. 
Stand by the fake locker room. Yes. And there's a warning. Yeah. He's the disclaimer. Yes. He's the disclaimer for this section because the upcoming match is going to be quite violent. The pole on a pole on a pole match <laughs> between Nails and the big boss, man. We get an interesting promo from Nails, probably his best one yet. Yes, for because sure. Because it has a lot of information in there. But because there's a lot of information, I have questions. Okay from this one because <laughs> he says a lot of things in here that i didn't even know about his character and i went looking up certain things so first of all mm -hmm. he's talking about you know how he's going to get revenge on the big boss man and after spending 2478 days yes in prison which is roughly six and a half years yeah as long as cm punk was away so yes. is this guy. So is this guy, apparently. <laughs> so that, that, so I kind of did a little digging here. That leads to a class D felony. Okay. Oh, okay. wow. Holy <laughs> shit. You did okay. some, like, so, like six and a half years. So that could mean anything because they never say what he actually was accused of. Yeah. Bobby the Brain says parking tickets. Yeah. So it could be armed robbery falls into that. Manslaughter. Okay. Wow. Falls into that uh, as well. So, you know, anything along those lines, we, we never really say exactly what that is, but it's 2,478 days that he says he was in his six by nine cell. Okay. That was my first question. So what, what was he accused of? Because we never find that out. Right. But that kind of gives us an idea. Mm -hmm. of what it would be. You robbed um, the bank and killed somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, he's saying that the boss man cuffed him to his bed and with six other officers right. <laughs> brutally attacks him. Are, are you doing the volume well, problem he's, of yeah, he's in a six by nine cage with a bed in it? Yeah, How did six other people fit in there? There's seven people exactly, in that room. Exactly. Seven people in that room beating the shit out of him. All the size of the boss man. All that big. Yeah. The mathematics don't necessarily work out there. So I'm wondering what the setup was when you've got seven police officers and a convict in a six by nine cell. <laughs> there were some issues there with that, but you know, it gave me some insight into uh, Nails's persona. And given the information that he has given to us now, I feel a little sympathy. Feel sympathy for Nails. For Nails, I feel I feel a little sympathy for Nails right here. Nails crawled through <laughs> two miles of shit. Came out clean on the other side. We got. Uh, Mean Sheen, he has the boss, man. Yeah, yep. Who has a ladder, which would have been a great thing to bring to the ring to get the pole. <laughs> you know what? I didn't even notice the ladder behind him. Yeah, he should have turned behind him. It's like, holy shit, I could use this. He took <laughs> off way too quick. He should have taken his time, grabbed that ladder. It would have made a lot more sense. Yeah, this is going to be Maybe. easy. <laughs> yeah, done. I win. Knock him out with the ladder. Climb um, up, get the pole. So they never actually specified, like, when they're talking about the rules of this match, and first of all, he's doing his promo and they're doing a split screen with nails coming down, just looking menacing. Right. I guess that's just to enhance the why he has to run to the ring. And look after at what time it saves. No one gives a shit if nails comes out to the ring. So why not yeah. double it up? Yeah. But what I wanted to know was what they keep saying is whoever grabs the um, light stick gets to use it. Yes. Okay. One stick so to rule them all. One stick to rule them all. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> but spoiler alert, boss man gets it. Right. So, cause there's not much to this match. I'm sorry. No. You know, boss, boss man beats him up, beats him good. Nails overtakes, choke, 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 
choke, choke, choke, choke, choke, choke. All right, there's your match right yes. there. The boss man gets the nightstick. Yes, he does. So he should be able to use the nightstick. Nails should not, but Nails takes the nightstick at one point. And I don't know if he actually hits boss man. He does. He gets some good shots in. Gets yeah. Like, like but, right to the face. Like actually but, Nails looks like he hurts the boss man much more than the boss man hurts Nails with the, with the yeah. nightstick. So shouldn't he technically be disqualified because no, he's not the one that got the nightstick. Right. It's no holds barred. And okay. I guess what a better rule would have been if they said whoever gets the nightstick gets to use it first or. Well, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, I I would have thought it would have been, you know, okay, I get to use the nightstick. You don't. Otherwise that would make sense. Like you're the only guy who gets to use the foreign object. Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm there with you. That makes more sense. Yeah, because yeah, you could just take it from him. Go climb that f-ing thing, and I'll get it from you when you cut down. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right, right. exactly. There's no point beyond yeah, that. Yeah, you go climb it. It's, that thing's high. Yeah, yes. I'll kick you in the stomach. You'll drop it, and then uh, yeah. I'll beat you with it. Exactly. <laughs> Who needs it on a pole? Nails <laughs> thought the match was nice stick on a boss man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that that makes the most sense. So uh, yeah, I just I didn't understand that part the rules were not clearly stated boss man comes out to no music just so he can uh run and stop nails from getting the pole before he's out there like yes nails is out first and um he, he starts climbing the pole and boss man's like oh shit you can't do that <laughs> wait a minute the, the brain before it starts is priceless where he goes yeah you're not gonna see any wrestling <laughs> <laughs> it's, we know what a nails match is at this point. There is yeah. no wrestling in a nails match. The, uh, the best thing was that kind of looked like a wrestling move, but it was all boss man was when he, he was up on the, the corner, you know, trying to reach for it and nails comes over and makes it look like he slams boss man off but really if you look at that move boss man does all of that he does everything Nails is for just him. standing there with his hands up and then you see boss man grab his shoulder push himself over and do the flip like nails did none of that no the only thing I, the only wrestling thing he did is a backbreaker like nails okay. actually scoops him up and does a, a backbreaker i was like wow yeah the brain explains the crimes of nails he uh, had unpaid <laughs> parking tickets oh so. oh okay yep apparently class d fell well, I mean, in Cobb county <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Cobb County, they're hardcore down there. Yeah, like, why didn't you just tow the car? Yeah. <laughs> Repo man steals the car and then throws you <laughs> in jail. That's that's how it works over there. Exactly. It wasn't a bad match, and probably because they had, like, all fall to, to mm-hmm. do it everywhere else. Bossman beats himself up in this match. But yeah. If you watch it. Like, it, it was all Bossman. Nails just moving out of the way as Bossman drops himself on the things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, you so. called it. Bossman gets the thing. He starts beating up Nails, but Nails basically kicks boss man and boss man drops the nightstick then nails gets it and everybody's like oh yeah. no but boss man who takes like massive hits to the face is oddly unaffected yes <laughs> and boss yeah. man slams nails for the win and that that yeah. was it that was the whole thing uh you know for a blow off after all this time all right i guess yeah, i mean it was the most we probably ever got out of nails we didn't really get that much from him for virgil in SummerSlam. like you could have made anybody nails just put mm-hmm. You could have put orange jumpsuits on a better wrestler and called them nails, but we get, you know, choke man. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, no. After this match. You uh, know this story. Yeah, I found out this story that what happened after this. And so he was slated to feud against The Undertaker. Right. After this, as we saw in an episode a few weeks ago. So that was going to happen. But shortly after Survivor Series, he disappears actually in December. Uh, it's not much longer because the 
story is that he had a confrontation with Vince at a TV taping and Nails claimed a sexual assault against the owner of the company, which was later a drop that I'm, I'm thinking to myself, well, he is a convict, so he would know what sexual assault could be, you know? Yeah. He's like, I've been there. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> he has an idea. I'm sure if he's a convict. Remember the Firefly Funhouse puppet of Vince with the horns? Yes. Yeah. Can you imagine the court case if they brought that in? Now show me where Vince touched <laughs> with the puppet. <laughs> with the puppet. <laughs> the Vince puppet. So I wonder if we will see him on, I, I, we might see him on like maybe the next couple episodes of Superstars, but uh, I think after the December shows, he's done. I mean, yeah, it, it's perfectly fine for him to be like, what else? What other story are you going to do with this guy? Yeah. So, you know, yeah it's over. Yeah. Uh, but I, it's a one-off. When I think about the two foes of the boss man, it's the Mountie mm-hmm. and Nails. I mean, that's that's what I always think of when I'm like, who are the big boss man feuds? And it was those yeah. two, the, the cop from the north and the convict from the south. <laughs> he covers it all. He does. He covers it all. That's right. We get the Tron and the Neon Doorway at a pay-per-view. They have both sets from Challenge and Superstars. Yeah, they, they didn't f- up the budget. They just used... <laughs> no, their- they just, they just they formed just- Voltron. <laughs> it did. With our powers combined, <laughs> we have a set oh, for a pay-per-view. We shall make a pay-per-view set, yes. Yeah. We then do get a little bit backstory. We've got Flair Ramon backstage with Gene. And as we all know, this this whole thing came about with uh, the ultimate war flaking. And now we've got uh, Flair Ramon versus Perfect and uh, Macho coming up here and they give us pieces of prime time that we didn't see before because I didn't we think we s- did no we saw a little bit of it where mm-hmm. um you know we saw the part where a macho man starts saying like he has found the perfect partner and everything and they're looking at you know at perfect and it's like aha you gotta be kidding you gotta be kidding but then we go into the whole like where the brain starts going off on them that's yeah. the part we hadn't seen before. And then Perfect's just like, yeah, well, you know, I am my my own person. And mm-hmm. even though it happened in the span of one episode of primetime, it, it actually made sense, you know, why he would do the change there. You got brain and you got the perfect, you know, doing the whole turn. It You, you can't go wrong with that. Uh, I was wondering, it's like, I don't remember seeing this, but I remember him saying, you want an answer? I'll say mm-hmm. yes. And then yeah. it was like, whoa. But I don't remember the brain slapping him. I don't remember Perfect no. like going off and dumping water over his dumping head. Water, yeah. You kind of see what led Perfect to do it. And you got to do this segment because if you didn't see Primetime, and chances are you didn't, because mm-hmm. on a night on cable in the early 90s when most people weren't watching wrestling late at night on cable. And if you missed Superstars the, the week after, you had no idea what happened to the Warrior or why Perfect's now in this match. Because they only had those two shows to kind of do the turn. They had to do the turn on one and kind of explain the turn on another. Yeah. And that's the part that we got. We got the explain. We got the promo afterwards with uh, Flair and and Ramon just in a huff. And perfect. Like, well, can you believe it? You know, here (laughs) I am. (laughs) Because I can't believe it. That's right. (laughs) Here I am. Flair sounds like the warrior at the start of his promo. But then he turns back into Ric Flair. Yeah. He starts talking like the ultimate maniacs for a second. Oh, he uh, is quintessential flair. 
in this promo. This is this is ultimate flair at this point. Yeah, the voice cracking. And oh yeah, he knows how to start way down. So he, when he gets to that craziness, it's mm-hmm. like a big contrast. Yeah, this is before the days where he would strip naked during his right. promos. He's talking about how perfect Bast in his glory, and it was only because Flair allowed him to. But he's made the decision to step to the other side, and it's time to pay the Nature Boy and Razor. Yeah, Razor is oozing again. He's oozing machismo. Yes, he's got a lot of ooze. One thing that I, I remembered and I liked when I heard it again was referring to Mr. Perfect as perfecto. <laughs> Yeah. So I saw this little tidbit uh, of information on Razor and just the whole persona of Razor Ramon. It turns out that Razor modeled this after like uh, Scarface. Sure. Obviously. Okay. So it's, so the, the idea is that, you know, he comes into Vince's (laughs) office. And Vince is not one for for <laughs> time out. I, I want to see the director's cut of Scarface, <laughs> where they put Al Pacino in Razor's outfit, <laughs> where Al Pacino's running around in a iridescent purple speedo yeah, and vest yeah, yeah. with, with a shit ton of gold, <laughs> but everything else about the movie is the same. Yes. I, I would be all about it. Yes. Oh, CGI that shit immediately. <laughs> We're going to deep fake Al Pacino's head on Razor Ramon's body <laughs> and yeah. throw him into Scarface. That would be amazing. Oh, Absolutely okay. amazing. All right. You're but, saying uh, he goes into Vince's Well, office. yeah. So uh, Vince is not, you know, one for a lot of big time movies, doesn't watch a lot of movies, right? right. So um, when Ramon was interviewing for the job with Vince, Vince asked him to come up with the character on the spot. So Ramon goes into his like Tony Montana imitation from Scarface, but didn't know that Vince had like never seen the movie. And Vince just thought he was a genius. <laughs> it's <laughs> amazing. Because he could come up with like this character out of thin air and literally he was doing Tony Montana. Yeah. So that's how he got hired because he could imitate Al Pacino. It was amazing. He said, ho, 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 Merry Christmas. Came out with this whole backstory about a guy who flies around the world and gives gifts in one night. He's like, it's unbelievable. That's Santa Claus. Uh, uh, who's Santa Claus? Who the f*** that? Yes. Uh, this other guy came up to me and said, life is like a box of chocolates. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> he was insignificant, but yet everywhere. It's a great, crazy. Like every important piece of history there is in the background. It's describing wrestling characters as if they are members of movies. That's another podcast altogether. <laughs> we could do this all day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, but no, we can't because it's time for the f- feathers oh we finally get the blow off from this uh feud that came forever ago before wrestlemania 8 they fought yes they did fight at wrestlemania 8 then they continued the feud through the summer because martel steals his eagle feathers right then it went away because yeah. you know martel had to do fashion he had to do fashion he fights Shawn michaels at SummerSlam. Yes. And then all of a sudden they needed another match. It's like, oh shit, we never blew off the eagle feather thing. So let's, let's get back to that. Uh, as Heenan says during this match, Thanksgiving is not the greatest time of year for Tatanka. I thought that was clever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> It'd be funny if like he was really belligerent about Thanksgiving. He comes out just 
double meal fingering the fans. <laughs> you know what you did. You know what you, you know did. What you did. <laughs> you and your <laughs> turkey. Ohio, my ass. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you. Uh, <laughs> you're cool <laughs> we, we got lots of merch they'll never sell ever again the uh tacophone tomahawk is out there oh yeah yeah chops you can't do that anymore oh yeah tataka is is still undefeated at this point as right well that's how they're touting him lots of chops from the audience as he comes running down because that's the baby face thing to do apparently run down to the ring for these matches and martell gets a little bit of an intro he's kind of getting in the ring as we first see him there he's got his feathers he's got his uh his, his captain and Tennille um, outfit. Yes, exactly. Wearing the pink tights tonight. Yes. Uh, fairly decent match back and forth. I never, you know, we've, we've talked about Tatanka's skill level in the past. Uh, I think for this particular match, it was certainly enhanced by what the model can. Yeah. Do. The model is doing a lot of the work for him and making him look good, but also, you know, they've been doing this match for a year. It's going to be good. Like, yeah, yeah. They, they had their spots. Uh, yeah. Vince really, really uh, studied for this one for the uh, audio commentary. Look <laughs> at that. The play-by-play announcer. That's job is to, like, describe the action yes. as if you weren't there. Look at that. He's telling the audience what to do. <laughs> yeah. They talk for some reason about Sergeant Slaughter enforcing the rules. I haven't seen one piece of evidence about that. No. Like, no. everybody's cheating just like they used to. No, the best thing that he has done has been come and stand in the aisle with your chin. Yeah. And that's about it. I see this crowd get distracted where they're standing up and looking like, uh, I guess it's uh, hard cam right and off to the right. Mm. Yes. Uh, and it's doink. Like here, it's been well, a year almost for this blow off and it's interrupted by Matt Bourne doink. Yeah. Well, apparently there was also a fight during this match. Oh, is that what that's so, the first thing? Yeah, it, that was it, the first thing when you see everybody stand up on this. And and I will say that this, you know, for as decent as this match was and probably one of the better ones of, of the first four that we're going to watch, this one went on a little bit too long. I had that um, down. This is like long match. And yeah, I wrote it one, like halfway through my notes. So I wasn't yeah. even done most of the thing when I was like running a little long. Yeah, they gave this one a little bit of time. So there's, uh, and it happened during a part of the match where uh, it was just like a hold. There wasn't a lot of high flying action going on at this part. So you just see everybody kind of stand and look off to their left on the hard cam there. And yeah, as I uh, did my little research here, there was apparently a fight uh, that broke out at that point. Because it's not uh, too long after that, they do the cutaway to Doink. Yes. And yeah, well, I think Doink is coming down the aisle, which is off to the right. Right, it's on I'm, the wrong side. That's yeah, why I was like, yeah. were they looking at him? And then when they cut the Doink, I'm like, I thought the aisle was on the other side of the building. But yeah. maybe I'm like, it was reversed. And it was. Yeah. I guess they were watching something else. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, they cut the Doink and they missed like some mere falls. Yeah. We've waited a long time <laughs> for this match. <laughs> for this match. We want to see the, as much of it as possible. And, and, you know, much to Martell and Tatanka's credit, it was, a, it, as I said, it was a good match. So, can you imagine just, these two guys like, oh, after a year, like we're finally going to get to do it. Yeah. Like we're finally going to get our pay-per-view yeah. mega blow off. You know, we, we had yeah. the, WrestleMania wasn't even the peak of this. This is it. <laughs> oh. And then so like, here we go, boys. <laughs> Why you're wrestling? 
You're the fucking clown out there. Like, God um, damn it. Oh, wait, wait. What's this, Vince? <laughs> yes. I got an idea. Let's yeah. enhance this one by sticking a clown in the aisle. <laughs> so disappointed. But br- the brain gets to do his achy, breaky back bit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, finally, yeah. after a long time, uh, we get Tatanka goes full chop fest, and then we know it's about to be over. Yeah. And when yeah. the thing ends, I thought it was really interesting as a way to kind of explain Doink, because Doink, for the last few weeks, has just been a clown, mm-hmm. just goofing around, just out there he's not doing anything besides no. being present yeah and now he's making balloons in the audience and pops one in, in front of the child he gave it to yes and now it's like oh no yeah he's an asshole clown yeah now we've <laughs> established him as a heel he's a heel clown yeah there was one move i i definitely appreciated in this match martel throws Tatanka against the ropes, comes off, picks him up by his back, and looks like he's going to throw him over, but just like holds him and goes back and clotheslines Tatanka oh. off the top rope. That was probably the best mat- move of the match. Fatality. It was phenomenal. Was it was really great. And that's yeah, how yeah. that's how they flip the match. You know, the, the good guy gets to win for a couple minutes and then he yeah. has to be in peril. Well, that was yeah. the thing that, that flipped it. But there was yeah. so much back and forth between these two guys. Like, yeah. Yeah. They would cut each other off constantly. I thought I thought it was the best match of the half. Yes, so. certainly. Certainly. We got a lot of Tatanka ass in this one too, unfortunately. Yeah, he's got his outfit lends itself. Well, to. his yeah, well, his his little thing that he wears over his trunks, you know, he covers his ass to a point, but when he's laying on the mat and that thing flies up, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, he's, he, it's yeah, most this of just his... went to a PG thirteen reading. Most of his trunks are turning into like a, a, a an unfortunate thong. Yes, we got a lot of that. But we, yeah, we do end with uh, a big chop off the top rope. And then I don't know if this was the name of the move, but um, Heenan mm-hmm. calls it the papoose to go. No, the, yeah, the Samoan drop. Yeah, no, it's, yes. <laughs> I love yeah. that. I was like, is that the name of the No. <laughs> The papoose to go. I remember, like, the flying forearm used to call the extra hot pace picante. <laughs> yeah, it's just... A, All right, so just but, another yeah. another terminology that can't be used today. Yeah. No, speaking of other <laughs> stuff, like, Tataka wins and the audience is chopping... Yeah, and now all of them have to write a Twitter apology promising to, <laughs> that they're going to do better. <laughs> yeah, Every member of this that. audience. Every one like, of them. Yeah. Before, yes, or, I have you on a Coliseum home video chopping in an audience. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I knew this would come back. Yes. <laughs> I was young and we, yeah. it was a different time. And yes, there's no excuse. And it wasn't right then and it's not right now. Yeah. And I, I promise yeah. to do better as, as I learn. Yeah. Yeah. No. That one, cut and paste it. Yeah. Well, he, he gets the big win and he gets his feathers back. So let's move on. Back with Sean Mooney with Savage and Perfect. Savage mm-hmm. is in uh, orange and rainbows. Yeah, he's completely early nineties out in this yeah. outfit. And there's for some reason I was I I saw on the back of his outfit there's a big eight like on his back right shoulder like mm-hmm. in there's a there's a green square and there's an eight in there. So I was like, well, is, did he wear this for WrestleMania eight or what's the what's the purpose of the eight? 
No, he's in I, gold for WrestleMania eight. Okay. I, don't, I don't know what that's about. So I, I thought that was pretty interesting. Perfect's back in stars. And then you got the model in pink and Tonka in a, you know, really good costume. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking like, everybody wants to be the next stone cold. Everybody's in black. It's oh yeah. Boring as hell. When you watch raw, these guys had co- like costumes. It was okay yeah. for the dudes to wear something other than stone cold's trunks. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, the black these days just means you're a badass. Oh, so, okay. If you, if you say so. If you say so. I mean, <laughs> I mean, when I saw the actual match happen and, you know, both bad guys color coordinated in purple mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like savage in orange, I'm like, this is really fun to watch. Yes. And as much as I hated like the new NXT 2.0 logo, because it looks yeah. like the fresh Prince of Bel-Air vomited yes. on it. It certainly um, <laughs> I was like, you know what? Maybe we do need to add a little bit of color back into yeah. wrestling. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, NXT in, in its old version was amazing. Like that was my favorite show to watch, but it was, it was very dark. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the audience was dark. The logo was just the gold with the black background. And yeah, there was, I mean, you got your only Lorcans that, you know, the black trunks. That's that's all it was. I like Savage going, uh, I don't like you. <laughs> Hold on. There's a compliment coming. <laughs> <There's> a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't kick the shit out of me just yet. <laughs> like, oh, all right. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, okay. it might be good. And uh, then also sparks Zarastrusta hits the uh, of course. The Casio version of Strauss. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like what the hell was the problem? I, like, I don't know. They couldn't have had a was... copyright issue. No. But I want something that sounds almost exactly like it, but not quite. <laughs> not quite. And uh, yeah. make sure no real instruments play it. <laughs> because, you know, early yeah. 90s is really, really, really great with digital sound. Um, yeah. But uh, Flair and Ramon uh, both come out to that. And mm-hmm. the Fink calling Razor Ramon's name, just rolling every R there is. <laughs> Razor! <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. There Perfect. it is. And everybody's you, in purple. Thank you, um, Fink. Meanwhile, when Savage comes out, he comes out by himself to Pomp and Circumstance. Yeah, the wrong Poffo brother, once yes. again coming out to <laughs> Pomp and Circumstance. He's coming out by himself, though, so that mm-hmm. gives, you know, Heenan, of course, a little fodder uh, there. You know, where's perfect? Where's perfect? He flaked. Yep. You know, but they, they, give, uh, they give Savage the spotlight there. They let him go up on the little dais there with a microphone to announce his own partner. Yeah. They didn't even give Fink that one. Fink's like, what? <laughs> God damn it. I got one job. I mean, it gets real ridiculous when people trying to bite your style. You know what I'm saying? It'd be funny if Perfect comes out and then the Warriors music hits. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Warriors comes in, just lays him out. Yes. Uh, April Fool's. Not today. <laughs> uh, I got you. I got you. <laughs> You didn't think I was going to show I got you. Oh, that would be great. That would be. But it was not to be. Perfect Uh, comes out to the, I got up, I got onto a plane for this face. Like, he is so smug and disinterested on the way mm -hmm. to the ring. It's perfect. Well, that's, that's how perfect always was. He's got his towel in tow, you know, he's chewing his gum. He's just like, I don't care. I'm going to go out and do my thing. In full, there's bad art out there for mine to be better than yes when perfect gets in the ring and starts wrestling ramon he is fast he oh, yeah. is technical like he yeah. sells everything about it i was like holy shit good wrestling is <laughs> like yeah 
you don't realize how bad everybody else is until perfect's yeah. in the ring and yeah. he's still like kind of hurt and slower than he's been i think yeah. he like really hurt his back at the bret hart match where he gave up the title and like was out for a year and he's still yeah. like heads and shoulders better than anybody else oh yeah most of this was given up to savage with the you know getting beat up part right. so that allowed him to sit on the apron for a little while during it and while they're doing that you know once again we've got the beginning of the match where we get a little bit of a, a melee at the beginning clearing of the ring uh happens there and perfect actually starts the match which i thought was interesting yeah gets the crowd behind him yeah. embarrasses ramon and then tags in macho and the whole thing goes to shit <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> after after that point and uh that that gives flair and ramon the chance to you know pull all the heel stuff out the non-tags which we love to see from the heels because only heels can do non-tags they do not tags they <laughs> The whole taunt the good guy into the ring so the ref is distracted mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. like yeah, all of them, the, the greatest heel hits. It's like almost watching a Money and Corp match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's everything that they do. Yeah. Razor does all his power stuff. Flair does all this like backhanded cheaty stuff. Savage's job is just to make everybody want perfect back in. I didn't like this because I'm a big Savage fan and I thought the last few matches made him look weak. Like he loses the title and then he gets his ass kicked at SummerSlam and the Warriors protecting him and then this yeah. match he just gets beaten on the whole time so yeah um, he didn't have a great 92 it seems no except for wrestlemania 8 wrestlemania 8 was it i was like this is great macho's back he's the champ yeah. and then they really weren't using him as the champ no like, it's a shame you didn't see him that much but um, you got you know four professionals in there that know how to get a crowd going they act big they sell really well savage is getting hurt and perfect decides to take a walk down the aisle I yeah. thought that was, that was a good spot, you know? I like that, that too. It's like, that. Yeah, because, you know, Perfect's above it. He's like, I'm, yeah. like, I got a tag with this loser. He's getting his ass kicked the whole match. He can't even get to me for a tag. Well, yeah. what am I doing here? Yeah. And then Savage is getting really pummeled and they're humiliating Savage. And like, look, Perfect, look, we're just beating him up and you guys yeah, yeah. suck. And he's like, no, no, <laughs> I don't think so. And yeah. he, he goes back in and gets the crowd yeah. back behind him again. Yeah, so. because it, it was it was during a part of the match where it was a little bit slow. There was a little bit of a lull going on. So he created a little bit more of that story. You know, everybody want to know, okay, is he going to, you know, jet or is he going to come back? And that that kept the, us in the match at that point. Yeah. So it was great, great story. To, that's all he had to do. He had to walk down the aisle a little bit, have a change of heart and come back. And boom, we're right back there with him. Flair lays out Savage with the chair or the heels are double teaming. Officials yeah. down. Razor goes for the Razor's Edge. The they use the word trademark. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, uh, the first time I've heard it called the Razor's Edge, and it was the mm. Brain who did it. I don't know if he was doing that on Challenge too, but mm. this is the first time I've heard it since we've been watching Superstars. Perfect gets to do his moves of Doom, but Flair's breaking it up, and then Perfect Perfect flexes Flair, and Razor breaks that up. And then there's a chair involved and we get a DQ. And after the bell, we get the figure form perfect. Yes. And they turn that around. And so it's like yeah. musical chairs. Perfect. I loved, how chair. that, I loved that Razor was going to hit perfect with the chair. Savage takes the chair away, gives the chair to perfect. And while perfect's in the figure four, just clocks Flair with the chair. I thought that was a great, great little spot there. That was awesome. 
Yeah. And when it's um, all said and done, we got uh, Macho and Perfect winning by DQ. Yeah. Not my favorite ending to this, but I was trying to figure out what another way could you have ended this? Because if you think about the people that are in this match right now, like who could have lost? Well, maybe Flair, kind of, maybe Macho. You can't have perfect, you know, get no, not his, his first match back. Razor, this is really his first pay-per-view. So it couldn't have been him because you want both those guys to seem strong. So I, I don't know how else they could have maybe have perfect pin flair. That, that's the only scenario. Yeah, but you I can't do that because flair is out of the title picture now mm. um, and you got to give him an opponent and he's wrestled savage for 800 years at this point. Yeah. So you got to pivot to flair and perfect. And at this point, I don't know if Vince has told flair his master plan, but he basically says, Hey, we're going with youth. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. not youth. By yeah, the way, so you can ride it out and, you know, we'll basically job you out. You'll be the jobber to the stars though. You'll be like the main mm-hmm. event jobber, but, yeah. uh, or you can, you know, I'll release you. And as long as you don't wrestle for the life of your contract, you can go to WCW. And that's where we get the flair for the gold and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so perfect. It happens in January and this is. The end of November. So Flair's got about a month before Perfect ends, quote unquote, ends his WWF career. Yeah. So we got to pivot there. So, yeah, I guess you're right. There's no other thing to do except to to DQ it. Yeah. So it kind of sucked as an ending, but I couldn't think of a better one. No. Not that that I'm a good writer. So (laughs) Right. But we get more story. They're mad about the ending, but Mm -hmm. Savage is like, no, we pose now, man. And you're a good guy. Give me, oh, yeah. give me the oh, high yeah. 10. He's got both high, his hands, yes. hands up. High fives, high fives. High fives. And yes. Perfect's like, you guys are insufferable, you good yeah. guys. But <laughs> you know what? I guess it's okay. I guess it's okay. It gives that. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. they hold the ropes for each other. It's, it's. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. That was, that was like, what is he? Fast. What is he, Elizabeth? Yeah. <laughs> that was, he did the same thing with Elizabeth, you know? <laughs> Before the match, like, okay, like, here's your dress. <laughs> you put it on you can come out on my shoulder at one point that'll be great Miss Elizabeth ain't here anymore we've replaced her with Mr. Perfect <laughs> Mr. Perfect <laughs> Mr. Perfect coming out in a nice sequence dress yeah they, they do the entire primetime wrestling thing except instead of the warrior being the person he's replacing I'm replacing my wife with Mr. Perfect <laughs> he is the perfect wife And it ends the same way. You know what, Savage? I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, So many, so many storylines that could have been written. Mm -hmm. We get, uh, you know, to close out, we get an interview with Mean Gene and Flair Razor, who are totally rip shit. Yeah. um, A lot of pointing from Razor. He points to the screen. He points to himself. Uh, Yeah. Flair's off the chain at this point. There was a question I had about this little thing here. Uh, Razor says, and maybe this was like a pre-WWF thing, but he says there's only one other person yes. that crossed me and asked him what happened if you can find him. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, that leaves some questions. <laughs> <laughs> what happened there? So I don't know if that was like maybe, you know, something from... uh whatever uh promotion they were in before this because i know they knew each other before wwf so no sure. it wasn't but it would have been great if there was a real story like yeah. you get a flashback sequence where racer is just like 
cutting some guy up and just like, <laughs> rip, like he's yeah. just a bloody dead mess. Yes, yeah, and- pieces in the river. <laughs> yeah, he just beat him with 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 with, a, with something, and then he hands it to this poor blonde guy that's semi balding. Like, <laughs> hey nails, can you hold this for me? Oh no! And like the sirens, no. like coming, like oh uh, shit! No, I didn't do it. It was me. It was me. There it was. There was. There's the story right There's there. There's the story. Yes. Nails was framed for the for the Razor Ramon murder. <laughs> and now he gets beat up by the big boss man. Yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. man. And so have you liked the pay-per-view so far, Than? Uh so far I would say I give it a I'll give it a B. I'll give it a solid B. Obviously the Nails Boss Man match brought it down a little bit. The Tatanka model match it's a little bit too long. And I wasn't too happy with the ending, even though I don't see another way they could have ended that that match, that semi main event. So um but a lot of the wrestling in between I was I was very happy with. So I give it a good solid B. Yeah, I mean the uh, a, a good get the crowd going with some high flying and mm-hmm. uh, and tag teams, even though the bad guys were going to win that one. Yeah, uh, yeah. nails, boss man. I mean, what what else do you want from nails? I mean, the boss yeah. man did everything he could. So he did what he could. Yeah, and you got exactly. and you got your blow off. So we got to see that. We got our second blow off with uh, the only thing I didn't like about the poor Tatanka thing is the fact that it was interrupted by Doink. Like we waited a long time to see the yeah. end of the feather story. Yeah, and Doink's there, but yeah, um, could have told we'll that story. More... Doink superstars, you didn't need to do that at the pay per view. Yeah, maybe we'll we'll see some more story of Doink as we uh, progress in the superstars. And after this, this is going to be a much better match of perfect in it than Warrior. So I'll take it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, certainly. Um, my uh, red tail of the night is Coco Beware. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, I, I I I'm all about that. I agree with that one. <laughs> For, Who else uh, could it be? Who else really could macho? it be? Macho, Macho was doing. Yeah, pretty, Macho did some red tighting. He's on red tighting. He's basically yeah. his job was get his ass kicked for the whole match and put perfect yeah. over. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So there we yeah. are. I'm enjoying it so far. So I, I look forward to uh, next week or in in two weeks. I guess it will be uh, when we look at the next four matches. Here we're gonna have uh, Yokozuna, nice versus Virgil, All coming right. up. Well, it was, it was good for. <laughs> good. I, I I think I already know my red tight of the night. Yeah, Virgil. <laughs> guess what? Uh, you yeah. win again. Yeah, um, uh, we're going to get the uh, casket match or the coffin match. Coffin match. Can't wait. As it were. Uh, then we are going to get the. For the somewhat Survivor Series match. Yes. The tag uh, team. With the tag teams. Double Beverly tag. Brothers and Money Inc. Uh, versus the Nasty Boys and the Natural Disasters. Nasty Boys recently made baby faces. Mm-hmm. And we finished it all out with our main event. Uh, five years in the making. <laughs> yes. Uh, Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels. The prequel. Of yes. Survivor Series. <laughs> Which I never knew happened, but now I know. So, yes. yeah. It's just the ghost of Survivor Series past. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I'll look forward to that. I think there could be some good stuff in there. Uh, I have a feeling that the Survivor-ish Series match will probably go a little bit too long for me, but I'll I'll, I'll watch it. 
I'm predicting it really fast falls and it'll be over quick. We'll see who's you think right. So? Okay. Who All knows? Right. Right. Well, you've I seen this one before. <laughs> I, I have it. not. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's not Sayonara Undertaker because he has yet to come, and Shawn Michaels no. has yet hasn't even arrived at the building. No, but. they're not at the building yet. So, um, uh, Sayonara Ric Flair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and um, I guess um, I guess Big Boss Man has left the building. Nails has really left the building. <laughs> Nails is yeah. There we go. Nails has left the company. 